0: Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to Death by Pod. It's our little horror show, where all we do is talk about horror. One half of us is called Matt Hudson, that's me, and the other half, the more illustrious part, oh, it's the dame of pain herself. It's Elizabeth, aka Bloggy Balboa. How you doing, mate? (laughs)
1: That was a clown
0: horn, by the way. Oh, was it? I thought thought maybe you'd like, beat your nail too hard or something.
1: (laughs) No. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I am very well. I've um I've got a cup of tea tonight because I've already had my beerio for the month. So I'm looking forward to jumping on board tonight. But um, some tell me you have a striking resemblance to Bridget Jones.
1: <laughs> this is where I found this out today because I downloaded the, uh, what's it called? The Reface app?
0: Reface, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah. Reface has been distracting me nicely from doing all my work today. So that's Actual been work. Actual work, yeah.
0: <laughs> it wasn't just Bridget Jones, but the fact that there was like an uncanny uncanny resemblance between you both, but the fact that you were in that bloody bunny suit. Um, I went online, on Instagram, online, on the web, Andre fucking Shevchenko popped up with Bloggy Bauer's face. I was like, it's the weirdest combination ever. <laughs> Ow.
1: It's, yeah, it's the, it's the magic of the... They're not sponsoring us, so I'm not going to say their name anymore, but it's the fact oh, that... Right. Don't be fooled by the paywall. You don't have to pay for it.
0: Other facial swapping apps are available.
1: They are available, but yes, that was a that that was quite a fun afternoon. I killed about an hour of time that I should have been doing my work, so that was good.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I'd rather be swapping faces as well. One day when when we do the show live, we'll just do a face off and just trade faces. Do it for real.
1: But yeah, well, body swap if it's going to be like face off.
0: Yeah, I'll, yeah, and you can be cast a Troy, and I'll be the other one.
1: I could eat a peach for hours.
0: That's it. <laughs> so uh, we're not talking about face-off tonight. But firstly, well, no. what have you had for dinner, though, before we move on?
1: What I had for dinner? Uh, I got a chicken stir-fry.
0: Nice. Did you buy it or make it?
1: Made it. Well, we oh, bought, you know, like, when you just buy it and then you make it? It was one of those. Oh, one of those I ones. I don't, like, grow the veg myself.
0: Oh, I see. So, okay, so you haven't gone proper authentic?
1: No, no. Not at all.
0: Did the beard enjoy it?
1: He cooked it, actually.
0: Nice. Nice. What a Great. man.
1: I oh, know. We, th- we also found out that today's our anniversary. We didn't. We had. We both had no idea. <laughs> oh,
0: Happy. Is it one year now?
1: Two years. Happy.
0: Fuck me. I'm behind the times. Happy two. Uh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Happy two year anniversary.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, we both forgot. So that was good. Is it? Was it Cards like... in
0: the post. Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if, but done. no, nice I've one. gave a hug.
0: The extent now, isn't it? After two years, it's just well, it's just bypassed Whatever. Nice. Well, I'm glad you had a nice stir fry to uh, to mark your anniversary and also to mark death by Pod night as well. So, um, thanks for thinking of me, mate.
1: What did you have for your dinner?
0: Um, I had a katsu curry soup, which is oh. basically katsu curry blended into a soup. I got it from Sainsbury's. It's got uh, it's the curry sauce brown rice and shredded chicken and it was really nice because it's i saw it had low low calories and i was like that's what that's what i'm about in a minute on my little diet so um katsu curry soup for me mate i've uh, lost touch of my roots as well
1: Well, so that you bought that in an actual it was a soup or did you just lend a katsu curry? no
0: it's an actual soup from sainsbury's other supermarkets are also available like asda
1: i, I got my stir fry from sainsbury's
0: Definitely go to other supermarkets that are <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Sainsbury's. But if they want to, now that they've mugged off Jamie Oliver, I'm from Essex now, so get me on board.
1: But, yeah, you can do all sorts of things. You could be like, oh, catsu curry soup, why don't you... I don't know. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything Ooh. that Jamie Oliver would put in that, apart from Turkey. Pizza.
0: I made a smoothie today art for my lunch, and I took a picture of it So I'm going to put it on the Deaf Bipod socials to, uh, during the week after this show goes out. Just so you can, and you'll know why, but when you find out what film we're talking about, like it isn't in the show title, I when I was watching this film and I was drinking this smoothie, I was like, oh, shit, because the smoothie is like congealed, like red and pink goo. I'm like, nice. I'm oh, not really fancying this. So, I mean, let's not, let's not pretend anyone hasn't seen what the title of the show is called. Bloggy, what the hell are we talking about tonight?
1: We're talking about the Terrifier.
0: Tell me more about this film. I must know.
1: I'm going to give a spoiler warning first. If you haven't seen The Terrifier, we are totally going to spoil it for you. So uh, bugger off and then come back.
0: Yeah, but please do come back.
1: (laughs) In the nicest way. So uh, The Terrifier, it's all about uh, two women who are drunk on Halloween and a clown and a knife and a saw and a gun and other implements. uh, That is literally what it's about.
0: That That is pretty much the plot. Um, off the top of your head, do you remember who directs it and who's in it?
1: Oh, I think I could probably push that one. I believe it was directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Written by George Lucas.
1: Yes, uh, it was directed by Damien Leone. Is that right?
0: I'm going to go with that.
1: Leone. Uh, I think it was released in October 2016. 16? 16, 16, <laughs> It's my anniversary, all right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can't wait to get off this pod tonight, guys. I'm this Hudson dickhead.
1: <laughs> at the at the Toy Ride Festival, and it had a wider release on March the 15th, 2018. Sweet. So that, that's all you need to know about the dates. Uh, do you want to know who's in it?
0: Uh, yeah, go on.
1: Okay, so we've got Jenna Cannell as Tara, Catherine Cochran as Dawn, Samantha... Scafardi as Vicky, Puya Monsini as the Cat Lady, David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown.
0: Well flexed there, guys.
1: Did Well, because I read Scaffardi and I nearly said scaffolding, so, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sorry about that.
0: <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry, old um, Samantha, alliteration Samantha. So Terrify then, Terrify, Terrify, Terrify. RT, 64%, IMDB, 5.6 out of 10. User rating, take it with a grain of salt um you've given us our famous synopsis and to be fair you actually flexed out the synopsis better than the film did so what we do on Death by pod is we basically up top we say what we thought about the film rather than leaving you on a wild goose chase and telling you at the end so bloggy terrifier what did you think of it
1: it was all right
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it was all right yeah, I, did, bit... I didn't like hate it and i didn't love it it was just Meh. Nah, nah.
0: That wasn't a, that was a, that was meant to be I oh, I can't do a honking noise.
1: That's
0: it, I can't get my voice that high.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was that.
0: Yeah, nice one, mate, nice one. Um, so you just thought it was all right, not not great, not bad, just serviceable. So those that's 64% and that 5.6 out of 10 is kind of, that's right pretty accurate, nice yeah, I'd
1: say for me. What about you?
0: Um, I think I'm on the same boat, really, because it's quite hard to like this film, if that makes sense. Yeah, It's quite hard to sit and say, do you know what? That was fucking incredible. There was lots of things about the film which I thought were decent, but it's not a film I watch and think, do you know what? I really enjoy watching this film. I'm getting such a kick out of this. Um, but I didn't hate it. Like so I didn't, didn't dislike it. I was drawn into it because obviously Art the Clown, I before I'd seen the film, I'd seen art of art around all over social media. I mean, it's become like a, a horror, um, an uh, an iconic horror villain in the few years he's been around. Uh, so I was like, do you know what? I'm actually going to sit down and watch this film and find out what this guy's all about. And, um, you know, art doesn't mess around basically. So in on death by pod, again, we, we, we just go through what we liked about the film, what, what we didn't like sometimes the two overlap. So, um, bloggy. So you said it's all right. You don't mind it. It's a bit of a right. What about this film? Did you like then?
1: Um, yeah, so I thought art himself was a brilliant visual. He's very creepy. uh, and that that's really about. It. <laughs> like, he was—he was really creepy, and that—that that was great. Um, and I and I liked it when he honked his horn through the door. That that bit, that that whole bit where she's screaming through the door like "Get away from me, get away!" and then he just honks his horn through the gap of the door. That's pretty much all he
0: says throughout the film, isn't it? Just yeah. that honk.
1: That, that bit really good. Like that was a special moment for me, and I really enjoyed it. But though. At the, moment. At the, the coroner the bit at the end with the coroner was very creepy and i wish that there was more of that throughout the, the film um mm. but uh that that's it unfortunately for mm. fans of this film it,
0: that's that's pretty hunky the bit at the end in the morgue was one of the bits which i wasn't overly keen on to be fair i liked I it. it it looked it looked awful do you know what i mean it's like oh jesus but I've got on my notes when the film started, I was like, right, the the film starts off with Art the Clown putting his makeup on and getting himself ready for um, another night of massacring women. Um, So I was like, okay, he's clearly not supernatural. He's just a geezer in makeup and a clown suit. And then comes the end. He's blown his brains out by the looks of it. He's still alive. But before that, all the lights flicker and the radio turns on and the phone starts blaring and that's like, What's causing that? It's it's coming from the body bag. And it, like What's happened? Has he been possessed or, or was he supernatural all along? Because he took a shit ton of damage in this film. Um, so whilst I didn't dislike the that part, it did kind of disregard seemingly its own rules because nothing in this film said that Art the Clown was like, supernatural or paranormal or in, anything like that. Plus the fact that he just strangled the doctor and the doctor died, whereas he strangled quite a lot of people and they didn't die in this film um all right well in terms of what i did like i mean there there was more a few scenes i liked um i like the 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 opening with um art the clown putting on his makeup because for that reason i was like oh he he looks like a normal guy then the um i like the scene where vicky the sister she's driving to go and pick up tara um the dawn and she hears on the radio you know there's a there's been a homicide at this pizza place. A a maniacal clown has done it. And she's like, whatever. And then it immediately cuts to her sister, like in massive peril, being stalked by this clown. I thought that was a sweet edit. I really quite liked that. And um, amongst other things, the actual fact that they did the switcheroo on you, they set up Tara as the final girl of the film. And it turns out that she just gets completely riddled with bullets halfway through, 60% of the way through. And her sister now becomes the final girl. So I liked that, that they kind of like subverted expectations to a point. Cause I didn't think she was going to die. I've read other people saying, Oh, you know what? You know what? I knew Tara was going to die straight off the bat. It was obvious. I was like, not to me. It wasn't because she was kind of being set up to be at least to get to the end of the film. But they're the kind they're the things I, you know, appreciated the most. There were, I mean, there are other little, there are other facets of scenes and sequences. I liked, um, and I liked the atmosphere. I thought the atmosphere was just, like, fucking dreadful. I was like, the whole thing was just, like, smothered in just utter, like, death, basically. It was really wasn't – it was a joyless film, but I thought the dread and the atmosphere was very good. Um, I like the fact that it was low on dialogue. But, and I wanted to ask you, because there's no dialogue in this film, basically, do you reckon that's a benefit for the film because there's less opportunity for crap dialogue?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess – uh... It's weird because I, I I didn't really necessarily notice that there wasn't that much dialogue. It was mm-hmm. a strange one. Um, but now you mention it, yeah, there wasn't a lot. Um, to be fair, the dialogue that they did have was still pretty crap anyway. So, That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the whole um, film of that would have been a bit... I mean, yeah, I think I'm quite glad that they didn't try and pad it with any kind of story because it clearly wasn't a film that was supposed to you know, make any sense. Like, you know, Michael Myers has a backstory. Yeah. You know, he's he, this guy's just... Just mental. And he's got, it he, I just love the fact that he honked his horn. That was the best bit of dialog oh, in it? <laughs> it?
0: And that's, that's, put, that's put, and when, when that's one of the best parts of the film for you, that's saying something. The fact is, it's, it's an hour and 27 minutes long, so it doesn't take, it doesn't mess around with this. Um, but no, I like the fact that they didn't try to, you know, force dialogue in, because there's no story to this film. What you said, your synopsis, what you said up top there, is it, basically. Clown stalks girl. That's it. Yeah. Becomes obsessed with girl, stalks girl. That's it. There is no, there's no story. There's no plot. There's no real beats to this film. Um, it is just an hour and 20 minutes of just like sadistic pleasure for this violent clown. Um, I've got to ask a question for you as well, because I like asking you questions. But the depiction of women in this film versus men, how did you find that as a person of female gender?
1: hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it uh, it it's obviously trying to hark back to slashers of old, uh, and I think that was really obvious with how the violence towards women is so much stronger than men. Um, but yeah, I think that for when it was released, I mean, it wasn't released in the '80s; it was 2016. I can see what yeah. it was trying to do, but it was just torture porn, really, wasn't it? I mean, I went into it looking for a slasher, and you know, I came out yeah. with. Um, oh, okay. There was there was a, a particular moment where my knees kind of clenched together.
0: We'll get to that shortly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, w- women kind of got a hard deal in this, and he obviously hates women. And but, it it doesn't necessarily offend me as a woman. It just um, it's just boring, really. I think there could be a lot more that could be done with it.
0: Yeah, well, that was it because like, in the film, like the, obviously he's stalking the two women, but the the blokes in the film get off fairly quickly. Or either off screen, or they just get a very sort of very quick clinical brutal death. Whereas the women get stalked, tortured, beaten, shot, stabbed, sawn. You know, every uh, faces get eaten. There's it is a proper. It's a throwback in a lot of ways to the the '80s films, and that is uh, obviously one of the reasons why. But I just wanted to know if it if it impacted you any different from watching it, whether it's an offended or not. But I just wanted to know how you felt about. Yeah, just those particular aspects of it. But you, meant, oh, right, you mentioned the knee buckling scene. Terrifier is basically now known for one scene, other than Art the Clown, who I agree is the best part of the film by a mile. That one scene, would you like to take it away, Bloggy Balbar?
1: Um. Yeah, so she's got her, her mate with her, who's blonde, and she's got a really short dress on, and she's kind of obviously... Bit promiscuous, and she's texting a guy that she just met, and then she's being all flirty with Art the Clown, which is bad news. And mm-hmm. she ends up, long story short, she ends up suspended, upside down, boobs out. He rips her pants off, and then he saws her in half from the vagina down. Oh. Which, <laughs> I, like, I, I could see why, you know, probably some teenage boy is going to be sitting there going, oh, man, oh, but it's just a bit like okay but what was the point like you could have, he, there could have been so many other things that he could have done
0: yeah did she need to have her norks out and her pan, and, and, and her pants on
1: Well, I mean, of course, I thought uh, he's going to like saw her tits off. That was what Mm. I thought he was going to do. And I was like, oh, here we go. But then he just took it one step further. And like the smile that he does when he looks at her vagina, because I thought, is he going to get his axe out? Like, is it going to be like axe wounds? Like, I thought there was going to be some kind of funny-ish twist on, but he didn't. He just, I guess they'd they'd already sort of put a notch in there already for him to guide his saw through. He He did it very quickly as well, didn't he? Given that, that saw must be brilliant. Strangle, yeah, like he can't strangle somebody, but he can saw through someone's body in a matter of seconds.
0: He must have missed every bone in her body somehow, or she was just jellified. But because of that, obviously it's a it's a rusty saw as well, let's not forget it's not a clean saw. No, um no, no. so the risk of an infection was high anyway.
1: So I suppose <laughs> <Yeah. she> not <didn't laughs>
0: worry about that anymore. But yeah, that scene, I I mean, I I don't have a, a vagina, I have a another set of genitals. But it, um, genitals are genitals, man. I'm watching that thinking, fuck this. This is, I mean, that was, it's uncomfortable to watch. And that was the whole point of the scene, obviously is the notoriety of it because yeah, you could have done anything differently or and you could have done something else shocking, but no, no, they it was there. It was pretty much there just for that reason, just to send out a message that this is what this film is going to be known for. And how far can we go? And, I mean you might as well have had Rocky Balboa next to her, like start punching her and training against her like, <laughs> meat hanging upside down. But I don't know. It was um it's a shocking scene. But there is that sense of when you're watching it, once you've kind of like moved your hands from the, from over your eyes, of wasn't really necessary in terms of the story, was it? I mean but like, I mean I know people will be saying, well, that's the same could be said for many other plot twists in many other films, but I don't know, it felt like shock value for shock value's sake, but I'm not going to lie, it was bloody effective.
1: Yeah, it it was very shocking. Um, But I think that, I don't know, I I don't understand what the directors, all the writers' point was because there are so many other films, like, you know, I don't particularly like Hereditary, but how uncomfortable did it make you feel? Like Get Out made you feel really uncomfortable without feeling the needs to saw someone through their vagina.
0: And the guts Um, spilling out as well, don't forget.
1: Yeah, and I get, like, well, her gut's spilling out. That You know, if he'd have done anything else, I think it would have been slightly different. But you could just see what... As soon as I saw her, I was like, well, she's either going to get raped or something. she's going to mutilate her in some way. It was it was obvious that she was going to get it, but I didn't realise that she was going to get it, you know? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, you thought you might get it, but you never once thought you might be sawing half from that part.
1: It's like in Snatch, where he's like, what, proper fucks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we thought I'd get a snatch quote in there. It's usually a Simpsons reference.
1: Well, I mean, snatch, snatch. <laughs> <laughs> going to happen. Ooh, <laughs> this is
0: the highbrow humour you get on this show.
1: Yeah, I think it was just it. It was shocking for shocking's sake, but yeah. I mean, it for a film that was released in 2016, it's a bit old hat, really, isn't it?
0: Yep, yeah, you didn't. You didn't watch it and think, you know what? That's how I want to go out.
1: No, I did certainly not.
0: No, Good, good. No, I, I also thought I wouldn't like to go out of that or, or be the perpetrator of said um, crime. But yeah, that was, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's the main, the big, big, big set piece of the film. And what I will say about all of the set pieces, because it's got a very small budget, $100,000 according to Wikipedia, um, but other places have said it's a little bit higher. I think the film looks really good. I think the film and the, the practical effects, I think they look really good for... Um, the budget and for the kind of film it is, um, so even when it is being sawn in half, I think it looks it looks good because you can tell it isn't augmented by any kind of CG.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that that is uh, the the effects in it are really good, especially when he cuts that guy's head off. Uh, mm. I thought that looks really good. Um, yeah, and I thought I thought the set was was really well done. I think the only thing that showed me that it was, and this is odd because. <laughs> It was it was the radio guy where I was like they haven't got much money in this have they and I because it, it just sounded like it sounded like more just being like hey and on today's news we found out that some clown has been killed and I was <laughs> like this is really low budget hey like because you don't necessarily know from anything else but the the for some reason the radio was what made me think yeah this is low budget
0: <laughs> I never picked up on that and I never would have done either.
1: It just it just sounds like just like got Derek in from the from production on news. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a Simpsons voice, isn't it? it? It might as well be. Um I'd never thought about that. But it's true though. Yeah, other than that, apparently now, there isn't really anything else that gives it away. I mean it's it's set in a warehouse and a pizzeria, so there's not really any need for expensive sets or like big sets. Excuse me, the only CGI in it was um <laughs> when they cut the guy's head off in the pizzeria and replaced his head with a CGI jack-o'-lantern with fire coming out of it. I think that was the only CGI in the film.
1: That's after he'd okay. smeared his well, shite cool. all over the toilet. That, yeah, and his shit looked awful. It did, that looked like dog food. I don't know yeah. what... Uh, well, we know what the clowns been eating. It's women's faces, but... but... I
0: mean, yeah, that's obviously... obviously gives you a mushy stool...
1: But say even just that that whole scene with him in the in the pizzeria, it, that scene of that for me, the whole beginning part was really creepy and it works really well. That when he's but just sitting in there staring? Yeah, when he first like flashes of that that iconic smile, Ugh. that smile, you know, and it was really creepy and I really enjoyed it. But um, the cat and mouse thing, do, you know, they just. Do, other people come into it and nothing seems to progress it's a lot like listening to classical music for me like nothing <laughs> nothing progresses it just stays the same and eventually there's a high bit and then it just goes back to being running around and that's I think that's why I like the horn so much it was quite a nice <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> so, uh, I was <laughs> I mean you have to say
0: what I've just thought you said actually now you enjoyed the horn when you're watching this
1: Oh, shut up. It's my anniversary.
0: That's true, actually, yes, and you've already said enough um, filthy puns today already. So you like the horn and it's Sextember, what else can we get from this film?
1: Not much really. I think that well, I think that's probably what they wanted me to get. So well done.
0: Well done, Damien. What about the Well
1: done, Damien. There's
0: a there's a jump scare in it which I've I've um, highlighted as in like in like bloggy colours, pink. It's when the second exterminator guy is walking around and he's looking for the first exterminator, and, a mop and there's a mop and bucket jump scare, where the where the mop just like falls down and smacks the floor. And I was like, I bet Blog, Bloggy jumped at that.
1: No, see, I didn't wow. jump at that. I so I jumped with the first fumigation guy when she's screaming at him like, "Hey, mister And then he just because I thought, oh, he's going to run and kill him, but he jumps up from behind her, and that bit gave me an internal jump you know like where you just sort of your body goes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i know what you mean yeah some kind of um oh, i'm trying to think of other things which could be classed as good um what about art the clown on his bike
1: oh that bit was just uh I'd, I'd i'd lost interest i've got to be honest by that point i had lost a bit of interest with that i just wanted it to get just be over with i was a bit like oh. well, there
0: was a lot of running Hiding, running, hiding. So it was obviously a yeah, cat and mouse, but it did progress. It did progress into that just bigger stakes. But um, I, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. What about uh, the scene where the the cat lady after she's mothered him, which I just thought was really odd. I mean, the cat lady didn't need to be in a film at all. I don't think, no. or whatever she was. When when we find out that she's dead and he's he's cut her boobs off and he's put a wig on and he's naked wearing her boobs chasing her around did you find that great
1: no I, <laughs> I just don't understand why they feel the need to do these things anymore like i just i don't get it it's it's not scary it's not it's just like oh look at this freak you know it's just a bit like yeah okay you you kind of it's like a candy truck lady there <laughs> was no need for for that, for that to be a sort of gender bending, kind of it kind of gives gender bending a bit of a bad name, really, doesn't yes, it? Yes, like, it does. I mean, so in Silence of the Lambs, there was a point to that. He was a transvestite, and that was kind of a big driver of the plot that he wanted to be a. And but even that, I think the trans community would are probably going to be pretty offended by the fact that <laughs> this keeps getting used as a thing. Like, when when are we going to stop finding? this uh grotesque you know like
0: no yeah no it's true it doesn't do anything for for the cause for want of a better term does it
1: no i mean the day that i meet a transvestite that also is a clown that cuts women's breasts off and walks around with their dick tucked in cutting up women like i will change my views maybe but
0: fair enough well if anyone yeah. there's listening who knows anyone like that do let us know
1: just
0: don't come to my house. Yeah, yeah. If you do, you'll find like half dead cats outside. But you'll know which one it is. Um, it, oh. was, it wasn't a very nice image. I will say that it was a in terms of watching it, it was like a ugh, a creepy image. Um, a lot of anything that art did was basically creepy. I found uh, whether or not it was good in terms of like how it was executed. I always thought he looked creepy and he came across as creepy, especially in that scene. Yeah, I thought his. It would just, it just hit him, his mannerisms, his gait, the way he walks, the way he smiled, the way he moved, everything. Because uh, like, he was, I think, the guy who played him was a mime artist, I read. Um, so he incorporated a lot of that physicality into his role. And so the the character of Art the Clown is great. He's the best part of the film, as you mentioned, by far. And all the best moments, or most notorious, obviously involve him. But And I know it sounds stupid to say, but without him in the film, it's cack isn't it i mean you could um if you take him out for a more generic slasher killer it's cack it's just the idea of that villain is so interesting and also at the same time he is just literally the personification of death you know he's got no he he does he doesn't care he's got no morals he he doesn't he's going to show no mercy to he'll kill you and that's what i found interesting about the start of the film when after that yeah the great moment in the pizzeria where he's just staring. He's smiling, he's waving, and then bosh. He's just his, his head drops and he's just staring. And Dawn's taking photos of uh, selfies of him, and he's still just staring at Tara. That is, I was like, right, this is this is cool, this is creepy. And then their first initial cat and mouse in the warehouse when she goes in for a piddle, and she's hiding in underneath the cars. Very cliche, you know, hiding underneath cars and whatnot. Now, but I liked that because again, we weren't sure what was going to happen. And then he stabbed her in the calf. So I was like, fuck this. Um, so the opening gambits were fine, but yeah, as you said, the more it goes on and the more it escalated, it became a bit. It's got kind of like how much is enough, and it's not how much is enough for my senses to take. But eventually, you do need to do something a bit different rather than just going all out like how much can we test our audience's stomach and you know there were bit there were bits in it. Like I said, I liked it, and I'm sure we'll pick up on them when we get to this part now. But should we move on to a more detailed discussion about what you didn't like?
1: Yeah. Do I, I, you know what? I was really disappointed that he had a gun. Really? Really, really disappointed in that. Um, yeah. it. That, I, I don't know why either. I think that that was another way where it was trying to be like, mm-hmm. oh, look, I'm a slasher film, but I'm not a slasher film because I've got a gun. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy, Like, so if he's anything like other slasher killers he's we already know that he's got the he's there's kind of a bit of the supernatural to him he's not going to die he's not going to get hurt he's going to recover from things really quickly and the fact that he had a gun i don't know i just ri i just thought oh well, you know no one's gonna fucking win now are they because he's got a gun like at least if you get stabbed they can kind of have you running around clutching your liver being like oh i'm gonna bleed out but i'm gonna i could i could sort of come back for one final hoorah but there was none of that he you know because it what to stop him just having a you know an ak or whatever and just shooting everyone up well and no then, you're true you're right no yeah if it, if it is like it's like truly if his ambition is just to kill people then just he's already got a gun just get just get a rocket launcher or something it just kind of ruined it for me a bit but um yeah I, i'll stop I'll stop now because I'm just ranting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. It did kind of, obviously it was played for again, shock value because has yeah. um battered him with a two by four. And she's sort, of you know, come on, get up, get up. Um, and then out of nowhere, he just pulls a gun. Um, and then that's the moment where our, who we thought about, was going to be our final girl gets shot in the knee, then gets shot in the side. And then he gets, she gets shot in the cheek as well. So there's that. And then on top of that, yeah, you know, her sisters text in and outside, like, go around the back, and then he takes a selfie of Dawn, so he knows how to use a phone, and then he just mercilessly shoots Tara in the face like six times. Like, okay, right, I think she's, I think you got her now, I think she's dead, but the gun takes out the, it, I don't know, yeah, like I say it takes away some sort of suspense because with a knife, and I say it like I'm an expert, but with a knife or something at tool like that, you have to get close to your prey. It has to be like a close combat type stalk whereas a gun you can just hide out on the tied out anywhere and just shoot this on sight but then i guess it could also be seen as he's willing to do whatever it takes just to get his kill maybe mm.
1: yeah i yeah i don't know i don't know why it disappointed me so much it just did i just felt like oh, okay well you've kind of exhausted everything else that mm-hmm. you could do or at least i thought they had until they whipped the old vagina scene out but um yeah the gun the gun was um. The gun was disapp. Oh no, the gun happens after the yeah. So it's kind of like vagina, then gun, then I'm going to eat her face. <laughs> yeah,
0: What's, Yeah, where do you go from there?
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like the you know, the only way is up, really. And then you've got the the guy at the end just being like oh, microwave the baby. And you're like, oh, yeah, that um, was just a stupid uh, line, wasn't it? I'm surprised that they didn't actually show us that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that,
0: that was our <laughs> breakfast. Let me, let
1: me, uh and, and yeah the cat the cat lady was just completely pointless because i was thinking for a long time that the cat lady was maybe the woman at the end because you're a bit unsure yes. about which one of them it was. and i thought okay does she kind of become like a disciple of his does she become like his mum? is it a bit friday the mm-hmm. 13th um but it, yeah the whole thing um that that whole bit is kind of a bit like it was trying to establish a tone, and it was trying to push the narrative forward, but didn't really know how to. So it just had this weird lady who was living in a warehouse with a dolly. Yeah, oh. God, yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Um
0: Well, what about? Uh, I suppose. Did you like the the kind of reveal? I guess obviously at the beginning we have as a, a television interview with a a facially disfigured woman is on TV being interviewed. Uh, and then the interviewer is in her dressing room. She's on the phone. She's like, if I ever look like that, you know, kill me. You she, she should have seen what she looked like in real life, blah, blah. Turns out that um, said woman is in the dressing room. She kills the woman, like she pushes her eyes in. And then at the end, we find out that that woman, the killer at the beginning was actually Vicky, who's still alive after having her face eaten. Um, did you see that coming? Did you like it? Was it just a bit by the end of it?
1: I'd, yeah, I kind of figured that it was her, like, towards yeah. the end. Um, but again, in, in the same way that you don't really understand, you know, is he possessed, what's going on? I was a bit like, why did she do that then? Like, so what, is she now, is he now her? Is she mm-hmm. now him? Because she was laughing at the end. Is she just messed up? Like, why did she attack her in the in the interview? I can understand why she attacked her afterwards, because she's obviously yeah. a bitch. But She quite enjoyed um, it, though. Yes, it was all. Um, I've seen that there's a there's a sequel as well. So I'm a bit like, okay, is Vicky now the terrifying? That. Yeah, there's a,
0: a sequel with everyone. Well, with Damien Loans coming back, um, obviously Arts in it still, so he's still around. I watched the trailer for it today. It looks a little bit bigger now, like a slightly big. I don't know what the budget is, but a little bit more money's been thrown into it. It looks like it's going to be more of the same, but set in a potentially more suburban area. Um, I'm still. I'm going to go and watch it because. Let's see what they can get away with more so now. They they pushed a boat out with this film, whether we or anybody liked how far they went and if you did, more power. Um, but it was very much like an independently financed film. Now they're going to go a bit more bigger budget. Let's see what they can get away with. Are they going to try to top this film? Are they going to give us something more of the same? Are they Apparently they're going to dive into art's backstory. And you mentioned earlier on that they didn't do that in this film. So is that, any, is that anything at all that interests you?
1: Yeah, I like, I like the fact that he didn't have mm-hmm. a backstory in a way. I mean, as much as I I guess I'm interested, but I think there there's not much to really backstory with this guy. He just hates women and likes to eat their faces. I think I think uh, well, maybe, maybe there's a reason for that. I mean, I guess we'll find out. What
0: could be a I don't know, I know again, for want of a better term. What could be a satisfying reason why this guy Puts on this like gaunt mask, makeup, and just brutalizes women in such a way. When what could be, other than his mum didn't like him, he had his heart broken, what I mean, because they're not satisfying, what could be a satisfying reason? And well, that's putting you on the spot, but I'm just trying to because if you're getting a your backstory, there's got to be a reason for it.
1: I'm not sure really. I think, I think that it, it would be cool if there was kind of a maybe a supernatural element to it um, that, you know, maybe he's like a harbinger or something and he's got a, I don't know, he give sacrifice to his clown god. I, d- I have no idea. It is, it is going to be that his dad was a clown and he used to beat him and his mum used to rape mm. him. It's going to be something like that, isn't it? I think it, it is. And that's more than likely.
0: And that's what's kind of like, you know, whereas I'm interested to see what they do with the film because it doesn't, to me, regardless of the ending, it just doesn't set itself up for a sequel. But is it any different than seventy Halloween, where Michael Myers is? Um, we found out a little bit more about his backstory, mind, but you know he's just a force of nature. He's a killing machine, and at the end, he disappears. So it's not really any different from that. So, but uh, so people also say that you could still leave Halloween as a standalone film and just have it as a mystery. You could do the same with Terrifier. You could just have it as a mystery. You know, the clown is still out there. Do we need to know his backstory? I don't think we do. I think it, that sometimes the scary thing is not knowing. You know, I don't need to know what happened to this guy to make him like like he did. So why why show me? It's not it's not exciting. It's not interesting. It's not going to further the story for me. But that said, I'm still going to go and watch it.
1: I think the only way that the terrifying two would be interesting is if it is Vicky.
0: Yeah, but from the trailer. I didn't see her in the trailer once.
1: Maybe she become. Maybe, like... But maybe this is the thing. Like, you know, so Vicky gets put in a coma or whatever it is that I said happened to her. The terrifier, he undoes the body bag and there's all the spiritual stuff going on. And then he comes back. <clears throat> and maybe he, like, he becomes Vicky and Vicky, he is Vicky and... Because she survived, you know. she She's the one that... She's the one that lived. So she's obviously... Something And he and he ate her as well. So there's like this whole ingestion thing going on. And that would be cool. Like if it was Vicky and she was kind of possessed by him and he was possessed by her and there's all this shit going on, that'd be really cool. There's a bit like you know, um, in Insidious mm-hmm. where we find out Elise's backstory and it's like, oh, I just don't care. But it. Like, or we think, Or the nun or anything. And you're like, but the nun was just, the nun was cool. Like why can't we just leave the nun as this yeah. cool, scary nun?
0: That's it is when you when you explain too much, you run the risk of, well, it, that you've got a much greater chance of giving a crap backstory than actually nailing it. So what you've mm-hmm. just said is never going to happen. We just know it's not going to happen. But it sounds cool. And that's why as soon as you were saying, I was like, we know you are not going to go that way. It's just going to be probably what you said, some kind of circus-based um, tragedy or mm-hmm. as, abuse.
1: Calamity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> calamity.
0: And it's just going to be like by numbers. And, and that kind of then makes me think, what's the point? I mean, what is the point? Whereas you've you've almost set Vicky up now at the end of this film. Yeah, Art's disappeared, but you've also like majorly set up Vicky. And if you don't use her in the sequel, then what's the point? Is it a continuation or is it just a separate story? I mean, we, you, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think Damien Leon's going to give us anything majorly different, to be honest.
1: I think like, so the only person that I think has a decent backstory Mm -hmm. out of any slasher is, is Freddy Krueger. Like what what one epic backstory. He's a, he's some kind of pedophile guy who was the product of a mum who was raped by a thousand Mm -hmm. maniacs or whatever. Like that's like, yeah, cool. Like bring him on. As far as stories (laughs) go.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's fantastical, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's it's, bet It's, that is exactly why it works, I suppose. Cause not the fact that the guy can t- kill you in your dreams is he needs to have some sort of wild backstory. And that, I mean, firstly, what could be worse, but secondly, I mean, it works. You know what I mean? Even though it's a despicable act, it works. What are they going to do without with the clown, which can, I wouldn't say rival that or top that, but I don't know. I do I don't know, but I'm still going to watch the second, which if, if it came out of the cinema, or if you could get your hands on it legally, of course, um, would you watch the
1: second one? Maybe. Like, I think hmm. what I'd do is I'd wait for other people to watch the second one and I'd see what they say mm-hmm. and then I'd go from there.
0: So I've got to watch it first.
1: Yeah, well, you're the RT-approved critic. You watch it first, put your review up, and then I'll be like, yeah, I'll give that a go. So- I'm
0: going to lie to everyone and say how great it is and then quickly <laughs> edit it, <won't> just, <laughs> as you, just as you press play.
1: <laughs> like, right. well, it's ruined her Friday evening.
0: That's it. This smelt worse than the toilet after he smeared shite all over the wall. Did he watch this with the beard or watch it by himself?
1: Uh, well, kind of, because he was supposed to be playing Call of Duty, but it didn't update, so he was kind of dipping in and out. But I can't imagine him enjoying it. He also saw the horn bit and thought that was quite funny. But, uh-huh. you know, just just... just I, don't know. I, don't, I wish that I liked films like these, because mm-hmm. then I could be on this horror pod and just be like, oh yeah, love horror, love all the blood, love all... Love all these, like, violence. You don't
0: want to come, but that's the thing, if you come on and every time, and that's the beauty of what we do on this show, is because this was a, this was a a choice based on, well, this villain is cool and I've seen his face so let's watch the film. You know what I mean? The, the beauty of it is not knowing sometimes. Obviously, we could pick a film that we both love and we know we're going to have a bloody good time gushing about it, but sometimes it's, these kind of episodes or these kind of films are the best because, it also shows that we're not just blinded by the fact that oh, it's horror. We're going to love it. We don't enjoy all horror. Do you know what I mean? I don't enjoy all horror. I like lots of horror, but there are some horror films, and I like certain like subgenres of horror more than others. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, so I wouldn't say it's a bad thing that you you weren't a big fan of it. What
1: would you want the terrify to to be like then? Like I, if you could, if you could pick the plot, what?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I generally don't know. Other than you I mean other than just more of the same, but just on a bigger scale. Because I can't think what you could do with this because Art the Clown is an absolute, as well as an absolute maniac. He's just a a personification of death. He's a killing machine. As I mentioned, no mercy. So he can't be reasoned with and he can't be bargained with. So what, you know, where's the? it is almost like where are the stakes? Because he blew his own brains out and came back with Mm. like some sort of supernatural help. And if he now has been imbued with a spirit of like a bloody demon or something, then then how do you kill this dude? So, I mean, I hate prequels. A prequel route may have been the way to do it, but then it's going back to backstory. Do we need to see his backstory? No, I don't need to see it. So I guess a similar type of film. But like what you said, though, if they can do it where they almost like trade consciousness is almost where uh, Vicky and Art are now kind of, intertwined somewhat. Okay, now I, I'm getting somebody more qualified than me, well, i.e. you, to fill in the blanks there. Maybe we're <laughs> talking, but I generally can't... I mean, people could have said the same about Nightmare on Elm Street. They could say the same about Halloween. What can you do with that franchise to make it original, to make it fresh? Halloween 3, Seasons of Witch, tried that. And has anyone heard me and Bloggy on the Behind the Screams podcast how much we enjoyed that film? Mm-hmm. And then Nightmare on Elm Street decided to go down a more sort of campy um, route, very until they got a bit further down the line, and even then, it's too far gone. So, what can you do? I mean, that, that's more the question is not really what I or you would want, but what can you do to make this interest?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think the problem with this film is that it's straddling two genres: it's straddling slasher and and torture porn. And yeah. I think that um, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that you know, Slasher went through. It's, it's it's in his bust period. It's never going to be in a boom period again. I think the only person that got it sort of back to a boom period is Wes Craven. Wes Craven and yeah. even, even that is everyone's, you know, really excited about the new Scream. But we all know that it's kind of we know what's going to happen. We already were going into it knowing already what's going to happen, unless he's going to do, you know completely blow it out of the water again, which he's known to do. But Slashes, slashes bust torture porn is bust, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we it, it, it's been done, we're 15 so 15 years it too late. Else, it, it and even paranormal stuff is kind of bust now. I mean, we had the whole conjuring and insidious thing going on, and mm-hmm. that that's kind of run its course again. And it's been revamped now with hosts, which is why I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering what the point of it all was i mean was did this happen do you remember when people were dressing up like clowns and terrorizing people was that in 2016 i wonder
0: yeah, i remember that um it was before that it was about 2000 and i think it was a good few years before i reckon it's like 2012 i think thirteen.
1: no no it was 2016 was it yeah 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 so <sighs> well okay the Great Clown Panic of 2016. I do so remember that.
0: Out. That was just mental.
1: And that was it. I mean, this, this would have been written and done, but they But it was based on a short film, wasn't it? So the short film, I mean, Art the Clown's probably responsible for these dickheads going out dressed like clowns and messing yeah. people up.
0: Yeah, Art the Clown, you massive dickhead. Um,
1: <laughs> and Pennywise yeah. and people yeah. like that. But...
0: Pennywise, you bellend. yeah. But I remember the Great Clown Craze. It was probably more exciting than this film. But I, and I say that as somebody who didn't dislike this film, like you, I think I'm I think I'm slightly more up on it than you are, maybe. But It I was alright,
1: that's just how I feel. I that's it, like, it, it, it was yeah. all right. if, if, if anyone asks like, oh should I watch it? I'll be like, hey,
0: can do. Well, that's a <laughs> I million mean, I mean, dollar question
1: I mean, Well, like, Oh, you know, I I'm not gonna go and text all my friends and be like, Hey, 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 but um, You want to see a woman but, get
0: chopped in half from the genitals down?
1: watch watch this. Funny that I just went, hey, hey, I saw one of the reviews was uh, hey, hey. Art, Art the Clown Makes Pennywise Look Like Krusty. I saw that. Because <laughs> he didn't that.
0: have sideshow um, mail next to him.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. I, yeah, it was alright. It wasn't great. It was alright.
0: <laughs> now, I didn't mind Terrifier. I know it sounds like we've just absolutely crapped on it, but again, when I hadn't seen this film previously, and I know that Blocky hadn't either, so you're kind of going into the unknown, as Elsa once sang. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Look, I didn't mind this film I, to the to a certain degree. I liked it more from an artistic standpoint. I think it, I think Leone did very well with with the budget to create the atmosphere, to use his location well, to give us a horror villain who is actually more now of a horror villain. He's not unless he starts eating people's faces off a of pizza like Freddy Krueger or anything like that, you know what, the clown will, is what a horror villain should be. Just doesn't give a shit. He'll just slice you up as many ways as possible. Or use a gun. But so I like what he gave us in terms of but that. But I mean, there's no story. The characters are naff. I mean, the acting was what it was. It is very cliche. Two 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 pretty girls get stalked by a merciless slashing machine. You know, it is kind of ho-hum. But there is a market out there for that. And again, obviously it's done well because it's got a sequel so but yeah it's a grabby film it is a kind of grimy grabby film where afterwards you do feel a bit like Ooh, that wasn't that wasn't very nice the aesthetic was grungy and horrible but um all right did you have anything else to add on terrify then
1: no i think you've i think we've covered it really art was really good it actually reminded me a lot of the gentleman on buffy i haven't seen it um there's there's these people called the gentlemen and they've got like really big black teeth and they're kind of all like you know they move around a lot like him mm-hmm. and they would they would that that episode got dominated for some kind of a war. like they're really scary things
0: um yes. well, never heard of it i'll go youtube afterwards and have a look oh there. my
1: god you you totally need to watch hush or Buffy, like so, the whole episode is that they, there are these things called the gentlemen, and they steal people's voices. So it's hmm. funny actually. So there's no dialogue throughout the whole episode. There's just these monsters that look exactly like Art the Clown. Nice. And no one can, no one can scream and everything.
0: Okay, well, go. Okay, hello.
1: Yeah, just just watch that. Just watch Buffy, everyone. Buffy's much scarier.
0: <laughs> probably get more out of it as well. But go and watch Hush by Buffy and compare it to Terrify Then, so again, so you've already said it. Two questions. If somebody said to you tomorrow, Should I watch this, what would you say? And in all of the episodes we do, we you know, is this like top, middle, bottom kind of ranking?
1: Bottom tier. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, watch it if you want. I didn't particularly enjoy it, but it was all right. That would exactly be my answer.
0: I think it'd be mine as well. I'd recommend people yeah. watch it. <laughs> just because yeah. but it's, If it's, you don't it's,
1: like clowns.
0: If you don't like clowns, don't watch it. If you don't like clowns or blood or guts or gore or anything horror related, don't watch it. No,
1: he does.
0: Well, no, I'd say, I'd say people, I wouldn't tell my nan to watch it, but I'd tell most other people to watch it as well. So Terrifier then, eh, it, it is what it is. It was fine. Um, it but we asked you guys out there what you thought of Terrifier, and we got a couple of comments back from um, people on it.
1: All right, so our favourite person in the world, Nick Hendrickson, Ooh. big shout-out to Nick. He said, I went into this movie with low expectations and it has a lot of issues, but Art the Clown is amazing. And it's been a while that we've had a bad guy to root for, and the caster who said "messed up but not awful" Art oh, the clown is fucking nasty.
0: Fair enough, Nick Nick Hendrickson. I want to know. I want to hear from you. What part were you rooting for him for? Did he want him to just slice and just eat people's faces all over the place? But I know what you mean, though. When the when the villain is like literally the coolest part of the film, then obviously there's an issue. But also, you do kind of people are going to turn up now to see what kind of messed up shit Art does in the next film.
1: Yeah, if I, the horn comes back, I'm in. Well, if, he does, if he does more stuff like that, then I'm in.
0: Damien, Bloggy wants the horn, so give her the horn. Uh.
1: Uh. <laughs>
0: and if it doesn't sound like that, we don't want to hear it. So yeah, nice one, give guys and girls. Um, we'll put out some more social posts for the next episode, which will... Uh, Disclose at the end of the show, but before we end, Death by Pod, we always end with a funky monkey game, Death by Pod game, and this one is simply called B. 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 for brutally murdering girls. What else could B stand for?
1: <laughs> Broking up bitches.
0: B for Buffy episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> B for blah.
0: Beef for body. Um beef for bacon sandwich. I really fancy. So, the, basically, the premise of the game is we each have to describe three horror movies uh, whose titles begin with B. And why B? Bloggy Balboa innit? So, simply in honour of Bloggy Balboa, three horror movies whose titles begin with B. We have to describe them to the other. So, Bloggy, would you like to go first?
1: Okay, uh, are you ready? I am ready. Are the- can I just clarify some of the rules of the game? Are these kind of like badly described?
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Okay, good. Alright. So a Guy in a striped suit who follows the same summoning rules as the Candyman.
0: Um Guy in a suit Oh, um Beetlejuice.
1: Yes! Same three times.
0: The Claxon did it for me! Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, 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 oh. There it is, yes. Oh, sweet. So, off the mark, I'm, I'm pleased, because the last time we did this game, I don't think I got any right, So or something similar to this. So, Are you ready for yours, champ?
1: Oh, yeah, hit me with it.
0: Okay, so for you, the first one. Loud and disturbed kid annoys mother.
1: Babadook. Yes! Say it three times. Babadook. Babadook. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. I think. Tongue twisted. <laughs> the
0: don't show don't Art back because he'll cut it out. No, we're both oh, one for perfect. one then. Obviously, we we're really good at this. So our descriptions are too easy. So what have you got for number two?
1: It's funny this. Hmm? She's a blonde cheerleader with major strength and a distaste for the undead. The film didn't do so well, but the TV series was to die for.
0: a blonde cheerleader. Have we just mentioned this TV series? Is it Bloggy the Vamp- Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
1: It is!
0: I've got to say it three times. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy. Bluggy, bloggy, Bloggy, Bloggy. Brilliant. <laughs> two for two. Would you like to know what your... um What your smeared number two is?
1: I'll go on then.
0: Right. Lost in the woods and stalked by stick figures. Oh. Uh... Lost in the woods and stalked by stick figures. Oh, uh,
1: the Blair Wedge Project. It's you naughty girl. Really? <laughs> it is, yes. Shut the front door. But door.
0: Shut. Done. Shut. Right, we're two for two going into the final round. We haven't had a draw for a long time. I'm sweating.
1: Oh God. I hope we don't because I haven't got any more. <sighs> This one's really, like, okay. You're going to get this. Keanu Reeves does a terrible British accent in this 90s retelling of a (laughs) gothic (laughs) classic.
0: It Keanu Reeves. Oh, it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sound the
1: uh claxon.
0: Sound the Keanu.
1: I found his lair in Carfax Abbey. Oh,
0: God, no.
1: Why, want... I know where the bastard sleeps. What were they thinking? I love Keanu Reeves, but that film... Like, that film's quite the good. The film's fine. This just Keanu Reeves just... <laughs> just Surfer wasn't. dude
0: trying to speak with this really posh English accent. It's like the blemish on the entire film. Um,
1: I'm going to marry me to marry.
0: No, Just don't make me think about that film. Maybe we'll cover that one day for a laugh. Mm, I
1: quite well, enjoy it.
0: I don't mind it's a film. It's just, it's just, yeah, that... Um, that particular... Him in it is basically naff. <laughs> basically. Gary Oldman's fine. Um, right, did you want Gary, your number three? Yes. You may get this one. Horny murderous doll gets hitched.
1: Oh, but, um... But, um Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Shit, we're going to have draw, aren't we? I don't know. Yes, we
0: are. Um well done
1: theory, by the way doing like horror movies beginning with B um, oh, I can't no. think of that um, all right,
0: we'll, do, we'll do the game one more time pick a random film when we have to guess the year go 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 uh,
1: American Psycho what year was it um, Shit, I'm up.
0: American, <laughs> American Psycho is <laughs> fuck it's one of two
1: 1999
0: Nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, one year out it? oh no this is to steal the win oh. right you bastard, Christian Bell. What year did the film adaptation of Silent Hill come out? Two thousand and six. On our, on our, on No the money. No. It is spot on, you filth bag. Oh, it is definitely two thousand and six. I watched it the other day, and I've just googled it to double check, but I knew it was. Bloggy bow o oh, is no. this week's game winner.
1: Don't we? No, we're drawing. Oh, no, you lost it. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. But yay me. Yeah, you should
0: be sorry. <laughs> all, all I can think is... Oh. oh okay. God.
1: I can't believe that I was just, like, 2006. Like, I just knew. Yeah. Oh, God. It was a
0: 2006 film, so well done, Bloggy.
1: Oh, gee, I'm so overwhelmed. I want to thank my parents. Um...
0: On the bid... <laughs> I mean, new anniversary.
1: Yeah. Don't celebrate afterwards of him. He was going to play Call of Duty anyway. It's his anniversary, smutshery. <laughs> well, tell him he won the DBP
0: game, and for the first time in a while, and you know, maybe he'll give you a cuddle. And
1: yeah, we'll get the saw out. <laughs> yeah,
0: you get the saw. He'll get the gun out, and you get the saw. Oh, cheeky! That sounds good to me. Well, that is that then for this episode of Death by Pod. Our Terrifier episode, guys. Let us know what you think of Terrifier. If you haven't done so already, have we butchered your favourite film? Did we not butcher it enough? Let us know and we'll be happily uh, engaged with you on that, as we will do for any film. But next up, we're talking about a film called One BR, otherwise known as Apartment One BR, if you are in the UK. Uh, it's a film on Netflix. So if you want to check it out with us, watch it on Netflix. If you are internationally in the United Kingdom, you have to wait, possibly, but it may be out um, by the time we do the episode so bloggy balboa thank you so much for coming on and talking some horror tonight
1: always a pleasure never a chore i do i do just want to say that uh the terrifier if you ever ever need an excuse for why you're late to work punctuality is the thief of time uh, so say that to your boss and you'll be square
0: What did they say that for
1: don't know. It's given me a perfect excuse for when I miss this deadline because I'm on FaceApp, whatever the hell because it's Because you're
0: called. listening to West Side Story and bopping <laughs> around the kitchen, <laughs> geek. So yeah, if, uh, yeah. So I've been, I've been enjoying Bloggy Balboa videos of a bopping around the d- kitchen. So that's how my day's been. I hope yours has been better. But if the world wants to see you and find out more about these videos and your musical tastes, where can they find you online?
1: You can find me at Bloggy Balboa on Twitter and on WordPress.
0: Go check it all out. You can find me what I watch tonight.co.uk uh, what I watch tonight across all the socials uh, find me on there. But more importantly, you can follow the show at death By Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We put out all of our social polls, questions, horror based paraphernalia and good fun stuff like that. So go check us out on there. And um, yeah, we will happily hear from you every single second of the day. So please do that. So once again, thank you for listening. If you have a spare 30 seconds and you like the show. Do tell your friends about it and consider leaving a good review on your podcast provider of choice because it gets us out to more people. And again, we like the engagement with you guys. So thank you again. But until our next episode on 1BR, from me, it's Sia, and from blog eBalboa.
1: Silent Hill was released in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>